Well, good evening, or I should say good night, considering it's one o'clock in the morning. But welcome to the captain's orders. This is the captain speaking. And the reason I'm posting this this podcast so late tonight is because I got a phone call this evening from a a fellow addict, and uh, he was pretty upset because he relapsed. So. Tonight's topic of discussion is going to be about commitment. And I know your immediate thought is probably going to be commitment to the program, commitment to the steps, commitment to sobriety. And yes, that's that's definitely important and all fine and dandy, but what I'm talking about tonight is commitment to each other as addicts. Um, I feel like I failed a friend tonight. I feel like I could have been there more for him. Maybe keep him from going down the path he went down tonight. Now, I know that his sobriety is not my responsibility, and, and that is true. That is definitely true. It's not my job or anyone's job to keep somebody else sober. That's that's not what you, your, your job is to keep yourself sober. However, we do have a responsibility to each other as people that have been through the program, as people that are, you know, more than a, a day or two sober to help other addicts as much as we can. And I feel like a lot of us haven't really been doing that lately. I feel like as the days go by and you start getting 30 days sober, 45, 60, more and more and more, you you forget, you become less connected to the people that you found sobriety with. And that is where we have to improve our commitment is to each other. Um, We have a responsibility, I mean, not only as addicts, but as, as human beings, that if we can help show someone the light, if we can open a door for somebody, if we can help somebody through a tough time, through a tough situation, There's no reason why we shouldn't do it. And so tonight I really wanted to talk about, you know, what it really means to be there for somebody else. I've spent the, you know, the majority of my adult life trying to be everything for everyone. And it obviously led me to a position where I was neglecting my own grief and my own pain, which resulted in me wanting to numb that in me with with drugs and alcohol. However, I do understand that my sobriety is my, my first priority. But a great way 
that we as addicts, we as recovering addicts, can renew our faith in this program every day is to reach out to just at least one person. One text message, hey, how you doing? You know, one phone call, hey, what's going on? Something. And to let someone know that they're on our minds and we're thinking about them and that we care about them and that we love them. And I know that most of us, you know, it's not with malicious intent. You know, we're not ignoring people on purpose. We just get caught up in our own life, you know, on our own stresses and our own demons. And we feel that, you know, if I take on anybody else's right now, I'm going to sink. And if, if that's how you feel, then obviously focus on yourself. But for those of you who feel like me, and feel like I do, feel like you have a burning desire to help other people, try reaching out every day to one person. At least one. And try that for a while. And then up it to two. Maybe get to five. You know, and if you can do that, if you can reach out to five people with a text message every day, hey, how you doing, man? Thinking about you. Hey, how you doing, girl? Hope you're doing well. You know, something like that. I will promise you that your motivation to stay sober yourself will only increase. Because nobody knows the pain and the struggle and the grief and the frustration and anguish of addiction better than better than addicts. Nobody can understand. What we go through better than someone who's gone through it themselves. And so tonight I have a heavy heart because a friend of mine relapsed and now I know that tomorrow is a new day and he could start over again tomorrow. And that is 100% true. You know, with every new dawn comes a new opportunity. And I think maybe the message tonight needs to be that every day that we wake up, we have we have a, a limited supply of energy for that day. And you have to max it out every day. You should be going to bed exhausted because you took it to the next level every single day. You know, you pushed it as hard as it could go, whether it be your job or your relationship or your friendships or your sobriety. Definitely your sobriety. That you worked it as hard as you could. Now, some days you're going to have more energy than other days, and that's totally fine. You know, there's going to be some days where Sending that one text message to somebody else just is something that you just cannot handle. But I'm telling you, if you can just do it, just reach out to a fellow addict and let them know that you're with them and you're behind them. Let that grow inside of you for a while. See how that feels.
And then you tell me if you don't feel more inspired to stay sober. You know, <clears throat> I'm still relatively young. Certainly not in my golden years by any stretch of the imagination. But in, in my adult life, I've learned that it's our connection to people that keep us on this planet. It's when we start losing those connections and we start isolating ourselves that we invite the wolves in. And that's, that's what happens, that's what addiction does. It's the wolves and they're coming every day. And the more you surround yourself with people that, that believe in you and that support your sobriety and support your, your desire to better your life and the more you can be that for other people, the more you're able to keep those wolves at bay. And maybe, oh, I don't know, just maybe, we can get to a point where those wolves aren't chasing us as much. You know, we don't even hear them anymore because we've, we've rebuilt our minds in such a way that our main focus becomes the betterment of ourselves through the betterment of other people. I mean, I genuinely believe that. I, that's, that's, that's me. That's how I live my life. I mean, I know not everybody's like that. And that's fine. I mean, you are who you are. You know, we have to accept our limitations and they understand boundaries especially our own boundaries. You know, those are extremely important, those boundaries. Because you're going to have people in your life. And I'm not saying that they do it because they want to hurt you or they want to inflict pain upon you, but they will tempt you. And they will twist you with the kindest notions and the most inspirational quotes. You know, you can have just one beer. It isn't going to hurt you. You can control it. But the, the fact is, is we can't. I mean, that's what it is to be an addict, is we don't have that ability to set that, that control limit. You know, we want to run it to the max every time. You know, we want to we push that throttle down and hold it down until there's nothing left. And there are people out there that it's not that they want to see you fail, it's that they don't care if you succeed. You know, your success in life, your sobriety, your happiness, that's not a priority for them. That doesn't make them bad people. 
but it might just mean that there are people that you know you have to establish a boundary with you know like hey man if we're gonna hang out I'm not drinking you know maybe man, if we're gonna hang out I'm not using and if that's what you want to do then you know you can't hang out and that has to be an, an okay conversation that we have with people I mean I know <clears throat> addicts are really good at damaging relationships we all are I mean I'm a I got a PhD in life wreckage but I know that I can better myself and better my opportunity to stay sober by being committed to other people and that I'm, I'm sad that he called tonight and told me he relapsed but I'm also happy he called that he felt that he could reach out and tell me that I mean that could have been an easy phone call to make You know, to call someone you know is, is still sober and still working the program and admit to them that you, you know, you fell off the wagon. You know, you had a moment of failure, but it's, it's not. It's a moment of humanity. You know, we only fail when we can't fight anymore. And I think a lot of us forget that. You know, we, we relapse and we, we feel this guilt and this embarrassment and this shame. But every day that you wake up is another opportunity to try again. And there are people that get it right the first time. And those people, bravo. But then there's people that, you know, they, they need it drilled into their heads two, three, four, ten times. And that's okay, too. Because as long as they keep trying, they're winning. They're winning the fight because they're not letting it consume them completely. And so... When we look at relapse, we have to look at it in the sense of Yes, we're disappointed. But you're only disappointed because you care about that person. You know, people that relapse, they're the people that need you more than ever. You know, they're the people that we need to reach out to the most. And I know for myself, I need to be a better example of that. I think we all do. And I know some of us really, really try. And we really try to go to meetings. And we try to be there for other people. And that's great. That's fantastic. And if you're doing that, keep it up. But there are those of us that, you know, we get wrapped up in our own our own bullshit. And, and that's okay. But like I said, you know, one person a day. Try to reach out to one person a day. And see if that can not only change their life, but change your own. Because that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to change our lives. That's what this is all about. That's what the 12 steps are about. They're about not getting something back. It's 
it's about changing it completely. Because if we could get it back, then we'd be right back where we started. We can't ever go back. Yes, you can you can rebuild some lost relationships, but we can never go back to who we were before because we're not going to be whole. You know, I mentioned those wolves. If we try to go back to our lives before addiction, it's going to lead us back to addiction. We need to take this beyond anything and everything we've known ever known before we need to take this this attack on addiction like it's the battle for our lives and the and the lives of our loved ones because that's what it is make no mistake addiction has one goal it wants you dead at some point it will kill you if you continue to use and it doesn't matter what the drug is eventually it will claim your life you know the saying goes you either sober up or you get locked up or you get covered up and I certainly wouldn't want the two ladders to be anybody's story you know I want everybody to have an opportunity sorry we're going to have a conversation real quick like this one sorry I want everybody to have an opportunity to to be the best version of themselves. And as long as we stay committed to our own sobriety, but try to reach out to one person every day, let that grow. Let that one grow. As always, thanks for tuning in to the Captain's Orders podcast. This is the Captain, and have a good night.